What's up, witches? I hope you're all having an amazing week so far. Welcome back to another episode of the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys. I feel like I just said that intro entirely backwards, but that's okay. Today, I wanted to do something a little bit different on the podcast. I was thinking it might be fun to do some celebrity natal chart readings. Now, I want to make it very clear that natal charts are a very personal and private thing. Also, with celebrity charts, it's sometimes hard to even find charts with accurate birth times. Sometimes the charts may be off, but my goal is to find celebrities who have pretty accurate birth times. And like I said, natal charts tend to be very personal, and I do think that despite the fact that they are in the public eye, celebrities are still people and they still deserve a certain amount of privacy. My goal and my intention for this episode is to really take a look at these celebrity charts and do it in a way that is still keeping a certain amount of privacy, but also still kind of just showing the correlations between things they might be doing out in the public and their natal chart, because that's kind of the fun thing about astrology is making those observations and looking at these different natal charts. So this week for the first one, and I don't know exactly how I'm going to do this. I'm not sure if it's going to be like a series, if I'm going to do it every week or just do it when I feel like it. This one that I am doing this week is Halsey's natal chart. And if you guys don't know who Halsey is, she's a singer, songwriter. She's amazing. She's had so many songs out on the radio and topping the charts and stuff like that. Some of you may know her for her song, Bad at Love, East Side, You Should Be Sad, Without Me. She has so many songs that have topped the charts over the last however many years. I think her first song that really put her out like on the map was New Americana. So if any of you remember that song. And she's currently putting out a new album called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. She's been posting a lot about that recently. I'm personally super excited. I'm a huge fan of Halsey. So I'm really excited to take a look at her natal chart today. And what's cool is her chart is actually pretty accurate. It says here on astrocharts.com that her birth time accuracy is excellent, which makes a lot of sense because she actually, on her last album she put out, there was like a song on there called 929. And towards the end, there's like some talk about about like how she she says like she's a liar and she said the wrong birth time because apparently she was saying that she was born at 9.29 a.m., but she was actually born at 9.26. So I feel like that in a way, in a weird way, that sort of confirms that this is um, the right birth time for her. I'm really excited to look at her chart. I've looked at it on my own before, and I've made a lot of personal observations and stuff like that, but I'm really excited to kind of sit down and make a podcast talking about her natal chart. And also, like, by the way, if you guys ever have any celebrities in particular where you guys want me to look at their natal chart, definitely DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email if you guys have any suggestions, because I'm pretty much open to anything. I really love doing this, so that's kind of why I decided to do this, because again, I like to read charts and I like I've always been kind of obsessed not obsessed but interested in pop culture and I think that's true for a lot of astrologers I don't know what it is if it's the fact that like all those celebrity gossip magazines usually have like little horoscopes in them or what but I definitely love like looking at celebrities and looking at their needle chart and stuff like that. So without further ado, let's get into Halsey's natal chart. The first thing that stands out to me when I look at Halsey's chart is she has a 
ton of planets on the left side of her natal chart. And this is something I go over with clients when I read their chart. And I do this because even just looking at the placements of planets in a natal chart, it's very telling of that person's personality. And it, it can really tell a lot about a person. So typically, if someone has a lot of planets on the left side of their chart, they may be more independent, more sort of not selfish, but more like focused on themselves. If they're more on the right side of the chart, then they might be more others oriented and more focused on other people. If someone has a lot of planets on the top of their chart, they may be a very public person and someone who puts a lot of things out there to the public, like almost like they're on this stage and they're very accessible to the public eye. Um, you know, like they might be almost like put up on this pedestal, right? Um, like it's like all eyes are on them. They're kind of almost like the center of attention. Um, and they might have really awesome careers. There's a lot of things going on with that. And then if you have a lot of planets on the bottom of your chart, it can indicate that, um, that you might be someone who's a bit more private. You really like to keep to yourself. Um, and you're kind of, you kind of shy away from that public eye and that public image. So with Halsey, she has a ton of planets. I mean, she so she has like the bowl shape in her chart, um, which is another uh, thing that I usually point out in natal charts is that that bowl shape. Um, and that can indicate sometimes being sort of um, like one sided, like because here's the thing where planets fall in our chart, it shows where we have more emphasis, more lessons to learn. There's more of a focus on that area of the chart. And so because Halsey has so many planets on the left side of her chart, <clears throat> sorry, on the left side of her chart, um, this really indicates someone who's very sort of self-contained, someone who's very focused. Um, and part of the lesson that she kind of needs to learn in her life is how to integrate the other half of her chart where there aren't as many planets because the way her chart is currently set up, there's a huge focus on... Um, on this one half of her chart and because it's on the half of her chart that's more focused kind of on the self um again I'm not saying that she's selfish um again I don't know Halsey and she's not here to defend anything that I'm saying but it, it's just someone who's more focused on the self and again I would even say looking at her chart like there's things that I'm going to go into in a bit that actually indicate that she's actually not selfish <laughs> um and again that's not what I'm saying at all but it's it's that very it's a high emphasis on who you are and knowing yourself and being independent um which I think makes sense for Halsey because she really does give off this like strong independent woman vibe this like fierce like strong woman um and you can definitely you can definitely see that in her in her music. Um, I I think I remember reading a while ago she talked about her first album. I think I think it was her first album, The Badlands, and how that album was kind of about being this like strong, independent girl or woman. And I think that definitely comes through a lot for her. And I, I can see that in her natal chart that she has like a very strong personality, very much like knows who she is, um, especially too. she has. So she has a first house stellium in Scorpio. Um, 
And so that's like very, very heavy because the first house is traditionally ruled by Aries. Aries is um, ruled by Mars, as is Scorpio. Um, Scorpio and Aries are both ruled by Mars, so they're both very driven, very determined signs. And so what I see here is that Halsey is most likely she's very driven, very determined. Um, and she has like a lot of a lot of stuff going for her. Like she has um, Jupiter in her first house. She has... Um, her North Node in her first house, and she has Venus. And those are all very, like, auspicious placements, I would say. Well, the only thing I would maybe say isn't, well, I'm not even saying that it's bad, but it's more neutral, is her um, North Node in the first house. But aside from that, um, Venus and Jupiter in your first house, that's, like, a really, a really positive placement. It definitely makes her someone who's very popular, um, someone that's very likable, especially people with Venus in their first house. Like those are people who are just naturally like super charming and people tend to really like them. Um, and also you see this a lot with Halsey. I assume she like loves to like dress up and wear outfits. And I think if any of you follow her on Instagram or see pictures of her, um, I think that definitely rings true for her. She's also a Libra sun. And with that Libra sun, it's like, um, you know, she really, I think she does have like a little bit of a, a passion for fashion. And I think she likes to put on outfits and wear makeup. She even has her own makeup line. So um, I think that's all very fitting for her. Also with Jupiter in her first house, you know, Jupiter, it expands and um, it expands whatever it touches. And so with Jupiter in your first house, it really expands your I would imagine your aura, your physical, like not physical, but your personality, who you are. Um, you know, I feel like she's the type of person where, you know, she walks into a room and people just can't help but notice her um, because she has this like larger than life personality. Um, and I feel like, you know, she talks about having bipolar and, um, you know, I, I, I totally I have so much I, I get that. I, I understand and I have compassion for that, um, especially since, you know, a lot of people who are close to me um, struggle with bipolar disorder. But um, I feel like even despite the bi... Oh, gosh, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to offend anyone. But um, I feel like even though she may struggle with that, um, you know, when people meet her, she I feel like she probably usually has a very optimistic, very happy-go-lucky attitude and I don't want to get too into the like uh, mental health side of things with astrology because um, I think it can be very toxic to sort of mix the two together so I'm not um, I'm not really going to talk too much about that um, but I think again despite the things she struggles with not to say that she doesn't struggle um, you know I just I would imagine that when upon first meeting her in person people definitely think she's like this optimistic happy-go lucky person whether she you know tends to always feel that way or not I think it's just it's the the aura that people get from her um and then on top of that she has Venus and Jupiter in Scorpio and Scorpio is a very intense sign it's very passionate it's very emotional it's very driven it's like nothing will get in my way and I feel like with Halsey too I I would imagine that people who meet her in person or like know her personally I I get the feeling they either like love her or hate her um, because I, and this is just a thing I've noticed with all heavy Scorpio placements is that 
um scorpio is it's a very like again it's a very intense sign it knows who it is like people with scorpio placements like they know who they are um and they're passionate and intense about things and so um you know it's what it comes down to is like you know people with scorpio placements they tend to put themselves out there as like or at least when you get to know them when they stop being so secretive but um they they tend to be out there about their opinions their feelings um you know, like they're like, this is who I am. This is how it is. You can take it or leave it. And so I think kind of depending on who you are as a person, whether or not you maybe agree with some of the things that um, Halsey may, you know, stands for, you could either love her or hate her. And again, because she has Jupiter there, it's like, you know, it expands that personality that it's that larger than life personality. So it's like, you know, it's very clear who she is once once you meet her, I would imagine. Um, and with Venus and Scorpio in the first house, like Venus and Scorpio as a placement is a very like sexual, very like magnetic and charismatic sign. Um, and when I say sexual, I don't mean that like that that person is always super sexual. I find with Scorpio placements, it can actually go either way. Um, but the thing about them is they give off this very like sexual and like alluring magnetic vibe whether or not they intend to or not like it's almost like they can't help it and people tend to think that like you know they're hitting on them or flirting with them or something and it's like they're not even trying and but that's just the energy that they give off um and so I feel and it's honestly in some ways it's a really it's a really attractive placement um it can be it can be hard I think for the person with that placement it can make um, relationships tricky sometimes because, um, again, Scorpio, it's very intense. It's very emotional and it doesn't always trust very easily. And, um, it it can sort of cause these like power struggles sometimes in relationships or these kind of issues where they're sometimes afraid to be vulnerable or afraid to trust people. Um, and again, I don't know Halsey personally, so I can't say for a fact whether or not she's like that. She Again, she's not here to confirm any of this. This is purely just for fun and just me talking about the placements a little bit more. Um, but I would just imagine that she's like just a very magnetic, very charismatic person. And um, it's interesting, too, with her North Node also being in Scorpio in the first house. So something that I've noticed recently is that your north node and your south node, I I used to think, and I still do think, that a lot of it has to do with um, past life karma and, you know, where you've been and where you're going. And lately with the more chart readings that I do, I'm learning that um, the north node and the south node can really kind of show your progression throughout life and um, what you tend to get away from and what you tend to move towards. And so in Halsey's case, she has her north node in Scorpio in the first house, which would mean that her south node is in Taurus in her seventh house. And what I've learned with this placement in particular is that your south node is kind of like where you start off in life and then as you get older you tend to progress more into your north node as I already sort of mentioned and in Halsey's case it could be that when she was younger she may have been very stubborn very stingy um, trying to control things trying to make sure that things were um, going a certain way because something I've recently learned about Taurus um, is that Taurus is 
it's funny because we talk about the sign Scorpio sometimes being a controlling sign. And what a lot of people don't talk about is that Taurus can also sometimes be very controlling. So um, even though like a lot of people don't realize this, but Taurus, um, Taurus's stubbornness actually makes it a very controlling sign sometimes that that inability to change or move or do things differently or see things differently and that like quite literal bullheadedness um that's a control tactic and both Taurus and Scorpio their sister signs or opposite signs um and I always say opposite signs are like two sides of the same coin like they share a mutual goal or a mutual thing that they want but they go about it in different ways and and of course, they also have things that make them very different. And so Scorpio and Taurus, just as a pair, they both are signs that struggle with control and power and all that stuff. Um, and so with the South Node there, it's like, you know, at one point in her life, and again, Halsey's not here to confirm this. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. This is really more just about the placement than Halsey. But, um, you know, with when you have Taurus in that South Node, it's like... You know, you could have you could have been very controlling and you could have tried to control things through being stubborn and you could have been like, you know, I want everything to stay the same because that's the thing. Taurus doesn't like change. It wants things to stay the same. And again, part of that is because Taurus likes to be in control. And when things are chaotic and um, all over the place, like I think Taurus people tend to freak out. And so their stubbornness and their inability to sometimes change. Again, it's all their own like control tactics to stay stay safe and to feel secure they like to feel secure they like to feel stable it's a very stable very grounded sign they don't like things being up in the air and they don't like people taking their stuff and they don't like things moving around like they want all their stuff just so and they want it in their own way What's up, witches? I am currently interrupting my own show just to let you guys know that my website, www.spacewitchastrology.org, is now up and running. You can now book a reading with me directly from my website. Basically, you just go on, you pick the type of reading you want, you pick the time and day that you want to schedule a reading with me, and then I will send you a link and we will do a one-on-one Zoom reading. Additionally, I also have a new web store where you can purchase my ritual kits and cleansing kits, which I just added. I also added a couple new written astrology reports and Akashic Records readings that you guys can now purchase as well. If any of that interests you guys at all, be sure to go check out my website, www.spacewitchastrology.org. With all that being said, let's get back to the show. And obviously not all Tauruses are like that, but that is you know, that's the thing that Taurus people deal with sometimes, right? And every sign has good and bad traits. Every sign can grow and change and mature. Um, So I'm not just like bad-mouthing Taurus here, I promise. Um, But anyways, with that North Node being in Scorpio, it's like as she goes on about her life, as she progresses, she tends to get away from that stinginess, that stubbornness, that need to control. Obviously, I'm sure maybe she still has moments of being stubborn and that's normal, especially since she has all these Scorpio placements um, because Scorpio can also be a very uh, stubborn sign. But the thing about Scorpio and where it differs from Taurus is that Scorpio thrives on change. Like Taurus likes stability and Scorpio is a very transformative sign. It's ruled by Pluto, which is about death and destruction. Um, And, you know, the whole point of death is, you know, it's in order for like... (sighs) It's funny because like Scorpio knows that like when things die, new things can grow of it. And that's why like Scorpios are all about change and transformation. And 
So it's like almost like as as Halsey progresses throughout her life, she starts to realize that, you know, she has to surrender to some change and that some change is actually okay, and that, you know, letting things die. um, It's just part of that life death cycle. You know, like, again, we clear out the old so that the new can come in, um, whether that's through literal or metaphorical death. Um, You know, it's like part of what she needs to learn in life is to really let go of the reins and just to really just allow things and allow things to come and go and allow things to change and allow new things to bloom and stop trying to hold on to things that may not be serving her or her highest good. Um, And again, I can't, I can't confirm if this is resonating for her at all, but um, just based on her chart, this is what I would imagine she would kind of go through. Um, And at the very least, it's good information about that placement in particular. Um, so again, like she, she has, I can see she has like a very strong personality. And I think even through the public eye that that comes out a lot for her, um, is that strong personality. I mean, she's, I mean, Halsey's been like, she's an activist, you know, she's been to rallies and, um, you know, protests and all kinds of stuff. Um, I mean, like I said, she's a Libra sun, um, and also a Libra Mercury, so she's very big on things being fair and balanced. And um, I know a lot of Libras and I know Libras, they like things to be just. They like things to be fair. And when things are unfair or unjust, they are going to speak up about it. And um, Halsey's known for doing stuff like this. I mean, when we had the Black Lives Matters protests, um, her and Youngblood, like literally what there were pictures of her like going out with him and they were helping people who were hurt. And um that's really beautiful to me because um, something I really love about Halsey is looking at her chart right now. She has Chiron in Virgo in her 11th house. And for those of you who don't know, Chiron is the wounded healer. And something that I am learning about Chiron is that Chiron kind of indicates um, things that we needed growing up that we had to give to ourselves and then taking that and giving it to other people it's like the big life lesson like this big act of self-love where it's like growing up we really needed something and we didn't get it from external sources so we had to sort of figure out how to give that to ourselves and then at some point we do figure it out and then once we do we take that and we share that with other people and so what's really beautiful about this is um Halsey's Chiron is in Virgo in the 11th house Virgo is all about helping people it's about health it's acts of service um for some reason when I think of Virgo I always think of like like a Mother Teresa type figure um I don't know why but that's just what comes to my head or comes to mind and um I think Halsey just going out and taking care of people um is very fitting for her it's very fitting for a lot of other things in her chart too that I'm going to get into in a bit um but it's in the 11th house and the 11th house is quite literally about activism and groups of people and friends and acquaintances and um, counsel and like getting advice and wishes coming true. And um, I just I think this is so fitting for her because, again, Virgo is about acts of service and helping people and caring for them. And so obviously I don't know Halsey and I don't know what her home life was like, but I do feel like it's possible that maybe she didn't always feel like she had the help or the care that she needed growing up or at some point in her life. And so now that she 
has finally figured out sort of like how to take care of herself. She wants to be able to give that to other people. And also, I find that when when this signs in the 11th house, um, I actually just did a reading for someone who had this placement and it was in a different sign. But, you know, it's like I, I find that people with Chiron in the 11th house tend to be the mom friend. Like they're the friend that like all their friends go to when they need help or advice or care or um, anything like I, I really do feel like Halsey is this very loving and kind person who genuinely on some level I think loves to take care of other people but the big thing for her is she needs to make sure that she's taking care of herself first because if you don't take care of yourself first it's really hard to give to other people and you can't give from an empty cup so I definitely see that as being like one of her gifts is you know being a little bit of like a healer in her own way and um, being help and being of service to other people. And you see that she does a lot of stuff like that. She does a lot of charity work. She does a lot of stuff. Um, she does a lot of activism and she attends a lot of events like that. And I think that's really, really amazing. Um, and it's also fitting too, because her son's in the 11th house. So the 11th house is traditionally ruled by Aquarius and you know, with her son being in Libra and in the 11th house, it really gives her a very strong humanitarian streak. And it really does make her this very humanitarian person, this very um, caring person who wants to see good things for humanity at large. Um, and I just, I feel like she really does care about other people, um, which is really beautiful in some ways. And yeah, and it also makes sense too, because Again, she's very, it looks like she's very into aesthetics. She's very into um, like looking good and dressing up. And it's interesting because of the 11th house being ruled by Aquarius, it's very quirky and she has a very different, very offbeat sense of style. Even in her music, she does like different things that like nobody else is doing. Like, you know, she put out some songs on her last album and some of them were kind of like a, you know, pop country song. Um, I know one of her songs that I really liked called 3AM. That one kind of reminds me of like an early 2000s sort of like pop rock kind of a song. And I love that she was able to incorporate that style into her album. And also with, again, all those Scorpio placements, like Scorpio is, it's on her ascendant. She's a Scorpio rising. And so with all those Scorpio placements, Scorpio is a very taboo sign. And, um, you know, like I said, Scorpio, it's, it's, it's different. It's offbeat. It's not, I mean, here's the thing. It's different and offbeat, but not in the same sense that like Aquarius is, but it's more like it's taboo. It's things that people don't see or things that have never, have sort of never been done before. Um, and I think all those things sort of really play a role into like how Halsey appears and how she dresses. Um, and she does have a little bit of that like dark side to her brand and her personality. Um, you know, like she she writes songs about being sad sometimes which I mean is normal like everyone experiences sadness but I do think um you know her songs about you know sadness and sex and things like that it, it does sort of tie in with those Scorpio themes especially when she has so much of it on her first house and her ascendant um moving on though I really want to talk about her midheaven so she has a midheaven in Leo um, which your midheaven, it's your public persona. It's how you appear to the world. It's how other people see you. It's how you appear on social media. Um, and the first thing I'm, I'm like hearing as I'm looking at this is like flair for the dramatic. And I think that's very fitting for Halsey because I think she really does. Um, I think she really knows how to like put on a show and knows how to dress up and she knows how to entertain. 
And on some level, I think she likes to, and I mean, obviously she likes to entertain. I would hope she likes to entertain. Otherwise then, you know, I would hope that she wouldn't even be doing this, but, um, I, I get that she's really into theatrics, which I think is like very fitting because I saw on her Instagram with her new album, she's putting out like a, I don't know if it's like a movie or like a series of like music videos for her new album. I don't I don't exactly know what you'd call it, but you guys, you should go check out the trailers and stuff because it looks really cool. And I'm actually really excited to listen to it and see it, um, especially since she's working on it with Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails and Atticus Ross, who Trent Reznor tends to work a lot with on like film and movies. So I think it's really cool that they're doing that and making that collaboration. But yeah, I, I think that's really fitting for her. But moving back up towards her 10th house, in the 9th house, she has her Mars in Cancer and she has her uh, moon in Cancer. And so this also adds to those maternal, like her having those very strong maternal instincts. I know Halsey has talked publicly about trying to get pregnant, wanting kids, having miscarriages, stuff like that. And with Mars in Cancer, like people with Mars in Cancer, they are usually people who literally like they want to have children like really bad on some level granted that may not be everyone with mars and cancer but i would say for the most part that's um you know they have if it's not with children it may be with animals or pets too like they have these very strong maternal instincts and this like need to sort of like take care of people whether it's their partner or whoever and then on top of that she has her moon in cancer which your moon is your emotions it's your mother it's how you react to things and so with her moon and cancer, I mean, cancer is ruled by the moon. So when you have moon and cancer, it's like this placement is just really in its home here. And it really does well here for the most part. I imagine Halsey someone who's very caring, very empathetic, very emotional, maybe even a bit moody at times or struggles or whatever. But yeah, I mean, she's she's a very sensitive person. I can definitely see I've something I've noticed too with people with this placement, they can be very moody and like sometimes little things will tend to set them off. Additionally, both of these fall in her ninth house, which the ninth house is all about higher learning, higher education, travel, long distance travel specifically. So it's very possible too that with Halsey that like her she's obviously very active when it comes to travel I would imagine because Mars is all about physical action and so I would imagine that with her Mars being there there is a lot of that like moving around and traveling also with her Mars there it would also tell me that she's probably like attracted to a, a big variety of people and especially like people who are from somewhere like far away someone that's not from where she's from I would imagine that's very appealing and very attractive to Halsey um, again I have no way to confirm or deny any of this and I'm not saying that any of it is fact um, it's just my interpretation I'm also seeing too she is her Neptune and Capricorn in the third house along with Uranus and oh boy that just those two placements there sound really tough and challenging. Not that they're necessarily bad, right? Like, because every, and it, if we have challenging placements, like, that's the thing. It's just, it's a challenge. It's not exactly bad. It's just, it's more stuff that we have to work through. And so the third house rules the mind and like lower education and learning. And it's kind of like, I imagine it, it's like the classroom, right? Like, where, the ninth house is going out into the world and traveling and seeing things outside of your own neighborhood. The third house is really kind of like, it's like your classroom. It's like your inner world. It's your mind. It's where you learn and you come up with things on your own. 
And so, yeah, I just, with, with Neptune and Uranus there, it's like, I imagine that mentally it's like, I would imagine maybe she's like a big daydreamer, which could honestly fuel a lot of her creativity. She may get flashes of insight of like sudden like genius. She could be like very claircognizant because Uranus is all about freedom and rebellion and being independent. And it's also like very quick and sporadic. So it, it kind of does add some of this like being all over the place and also with it in the third house too like and that and her ninth house placements I imagine she's also a very open-minded person I feel like she probably really likes to learn and likes to educate herself and she's just very open to new ideas and new concepts I would imagine she's just like a very again very creative which you can already kind of tell given the work she does but yeah like very creative very open-minded very interested and you know could be interested in you know, philosophy, new ideas, new concepts, stuff like that, which is very fascinating. And then, oh boy, I think the last thing I want to go over is her, she has Pluto in Sagittarius. It looks like it's like right in her second house, which that placement is known for people coming into lots of money and being very rich, which it looks like she definitely has achieved that because Pluto's all about change. And it's, again, it's death. It's getting rid of the old so that new things can come in. And so, Something that I've definitely noticed with people who have Pluto in the second house like this, it's like, I think those are the the people who really have the sort of rags to riches story where they used to be poor or not have a lot of money. And then at some point in their lives, they change that and then they have tons of money. And so that's usually a very big sign of gaining material wealth in astrology. And then lastly, just looking at her seventh house... I would feel like Halsey really needs a partner that she can sort of rely on that's really stable. And like, even though like, I feel like it's almost like with Halsey, I think on some level she craves that stability, that things not changing, things being a certain way. She really needs something to keep her grounded and anchored because everything else can be so chaotic at times. And so I feel like it's probably really important for her to just have those stable things or people in her life that keep her grounded additionally too with Scorpio and her ascendant it's like she sees beneath the surface she's not I feel like she's a very no bullshit kind of a person she she sees things for what they truly are and it's interesting because what I find is that a lot of people who have Scorpio ascendants when they have Taurus on the other end of that Taurus is how you see other people so I always say the ascendant is how other people view you the seventh house is how other how you view other people and with Taurus there, it's like people t- with this place and tend to see other people as sort of like sheep and people who follow, just follow society, follow tradition, follow these societal norms. And Scorpio is kind of like, no, 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 no. I see beneath all of this. I see the truth. And we don't really need to follow these social norms. They really like to uncover these secrets and these taboos and to really expose things and bring them into the light, which is honestly a really cool and beautiful sort of superpower that people with displacement have. But that is just about everything I'm getting from this chart. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm looking forward to hopefully doing more of these. If you guys like these, if you have suggestions for celebrities you want me to read, let me know. Be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Share this with a friend because, you know, all that stuff really helps the show. And I really, really appreciate all your support. And you guys have all my love and gratitude. I hope you all have an amazing week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast.